Welcome all to another episode of the End of the World podcast with your host, Anton, and my often co-host, Andrea. Hello, Andrea. Hello. Hello. We have a particularly a particularly good one for you this week. Um, I'm I'm going I'm going to keep saying week. I don't care. I decided I like it's a it's a you great like phrase. That's it. Let's go I'll, for I'll, it. I'll yeah, yeah. So this time we're we're gonna basically do a bit of a, a kind of review analysis of the Last of Us series because we are both uh, huge fans of uh, the game yes. and the series. Obviously, for anyone who's not seen it, giant spoiler alert: we are going to be talking about the entirety of the of the series. Turn off right now if you've not seen yeah, the series. If, you, if you've not seen it and you don't want spoilers, that, that don't go any further. Yes, I do not wish or deserve streams of aggressive uh, <laughs> comments. No, I do not want to be blamed for ruining someone's weekend. Yes, exactly. Being lost exactly. of us. <laughs> so yeah, so be noted. Um, that that is the case. So, um, the last verses obviously starring uh, Pedro Pascal and Belly Ramsey, or Bella Ramsey, rather. Um, I think it's primarily written by Druckmann and Mason, the writers, but I was having a little look before. They've actually quite a long list of people who've contributed to different episodes. Um, yes, there is, but Neil Druckmann uh, was involved with the gameplay as well, mm. if I remember correctly. So he's, yeah, no, he, he was the one, like, crossover between the game and the TV series. So do you want to maybe start, if you're comfortable, give us just a brief uh, kind of overview what, you know, for those, I say for those of those who've not seen it, if you've not seen <laughs> it, you probably shouldn't listen. Uh, but if, you, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if, if you don't mind it being spoiled, um, give us a brief overview of what The Last of Us is. So uh, basically, The Last of Us was a game, it came out mid-2000, so you're looking mm. at 13, 14. So it's basically an action-adventure game set um i'd say post-apocalyptic really like so this this major event happens mm. um that that basically shuts down the world in one night um but you play as joel and ellie now joel is a smuggler and he's got to get ellie somewhere which could hopefully maybe save them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you play, um, it's it's third person perspective. So you you play as them, you go along, you you kill the um, clickers and bloaters, which will become more apparent quite later on in this podcast. You meet up with other sects that are out there. So obviously you they, they, because of how everything is, you have splits and you have little gangs doing their own thing and what they think is right. Um, so yeah that's basically it and you you kill these infected things it is you can play multiplayer online but i played it as single on the playstation it initially did come out on the playstation mm-hmm. um it was naughty dog guys that did uncharted so it was you know always going to be up there with how good it was um it did win several big awards as well um for how good it was at the time and i think yeah, it's, it's, now it's gone one of the on. most immersive games i've, I've yeah, ever played it's now gone on and won um a few more because it's mm. um as it's been developed with like new consoles coming out they've developed more accessibility for people to play so you know if you've got no hands you can use the joystick with your mouth or something else um so yeah it it was at the forefront kind of of one of them games post-apocalyptic um yeah that just did that just did what it said on the tin yeah and you you played it you knew exactly what you were doing 
Um, it was probably about 20 to 30 hours. Great game. I cannot fault it. I loved it. I had COVID and played it in three days. That is how good that game was. Let's put it into context. I played it in three days. <laughs> Although, like, particularly anxiety-provoking anxiety playing during COVID and a apocalypse of sorts. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, really yeah. say without ruining it any further. Well, we, we've, we go on. We've, we've already we've already put our disclaimer there. So yeah. we've, we, we can we can we can uh, tell all now. But I think the yeah the only thing worth mentioning that you didn't mention was obviously in the. Oh, you there's know, a second game as well. Well, yeah, yeah there is. There is a big thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, but obviously the the the, the main the, you know the main kind of you know, cause of 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 the, of the apocalypse in the last yeah. universe is a is a, a fungus strain. Obviously that um, yes. infects. Um, well, so it, yeah, it's based on the idea of the, of, of the cordyceps, which which is an existing fungus that primarily affects insects. Uh, it doesn't mm-hmm. tend to jump to mammals, but obviously in in this in this universe, this, it, it does. It, yeah, it jumps, it, it evolves for for whatever reason, and then is able to uh, infect the human brain. Um, yeah, I I actually love the 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 actual kind of reality to the uh, cordyceps fungus. It is. Like the, yeah. the reality is just as fascinating as as yeah. as, 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 as the fiction you see in uh, Last of Us. It does genuinely take over uh, ants in the most grim possible way. Yeah. Um, do you know what's really quite inter- interesting as well? There, there is actually some studies that uh, suggest that, it, that there is something similar present within uh, within humans. Oh, is it? Because um, because they 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 have done some tests and and the the people who had um you know, who like tested positive um you know uh-huh. all, all these kinds of things tended to take more risks so they tended to be involved in like more car accidents and things like that um, oh wow so obviously it's because the way, way when you think about mind control it's not really mind control in the sense that it, it's controlling like everything you do and you know it turns you into a kind of a minus automaton what what it what it, what it does in reality anyway is it is it um, decreases your in in your inhibitions and makes you take increased risks. Oh wow! Okay, that's because pretty interesting. It is, yeah, because in the case of of, of the ant, it forces yeah. them to climb a tree to a really exposed branch and basically um, jump off. No, well, no, no, no. <laughs> Not well, jump actually, off, but you know, uh, well, it makes them an appetizing target to be eaten because obviously it wants yeah. to con- to continue with its sort of life cycle, and um, so it yeah. needs it, it needs to be eaten. So. That yeah, that's a really kind of interesting kind of uh, link there to actual reality. So that there is yeah. there is some some actual basis for that. Um, sorry, fascinating tangent side note, but there we go. No, that's <laughs> it. I didn't know that. But yeah, so um, yeah, you've you've got you know it is this fungus, and they turn cannibalistic, which I thoroughly enjoy. <laughs> like, a, like a bit of casual cannibalism, do you? No, I just think it worked in the game and watching. Uh, I mean, yeah, watching people get bit. And having to dodge it was quite fun. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. So obviously we are. So, so we're primarily talking about here the you know the um, series that you have know, the, the televised yeah. version. So I suppose the the first obvious one um, we we can maybe talk about the, the episodes in general as well. But as someone who's played the game, would like to ask how faithful is it is it to the kind of source source material? What's your, what's your oh, take they, on that? Yeah, nailed it. Honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was, yeah, for me, they've stuck to the story pretty, pretty well. Mm. Um, there is obviously a few tangent, tangents, like some things are hinted in the game, which then the the directors of the episode have their kind of own creative take on and 
Um, so yeah, but as for the basis of it, they did so so well. I mean, there was little things and there was little nods throughout, and I, I loved it having played the game. Like, you know, episode one, you've got Joel's daughter in it, and when you see her in the scene, she's dressed in exactly the same clothes. Her room set out exactly the same. Like you, or later on in the series with David, which obviously we'll talk about a bit more. The mm. banner that he has, how he has everything set up, is it's the same to the giraffes and the monkeys and a reaction to like cassette tapes. Because it's like to elaborate a bit more, um, because it's they're living in this time with the fungus. Um and because of Ellie's age, she never actually lived in a normal time and knew what normal American society was. She's been brought mm. up in this. All she knows is clickers and you've got to avoid them. You've got to live the way that you live. Um, so there's like one scene where they take a car and there's a cassette tape in it. And she has no idea what that is. Or he says, put your seatbelt on. And she doesn't know. But things like that happen in the game as well. Like for me, they they've done it perfectly yeah they're kind of like like attention to detail as it were yeah the attention to detail whether that's because um neil Druckmann was involved i think that has helped massively because obviously creating the game and the series he's been able to point things out but yeah there's been little nods all over to the game you know little things in the background to how they've shot a scene out of a window Mm -hmm. they've just yeah every character's in there um They've added some new characters into it. I think they work quite well, though. Mm-hmm. The, and um... I think they had to be in there to just kind of... Because in the game, you don't... You know, you're kind of just going along stealth-killing clickers and, like, fireflies, if you like, which mm-hmm. is one of the other, like, gangs that are going at the time. You don't really have any real interaction with them, but obviously in a TV series, you can't do that. So the way they they did it like for me worked perfectly i've never been so excited about a tv series every monday night yeah like. yeah yeah <laughs> not, not naturally you know like some things won't um transfer to a to a, a televised series and you're right they did they did cover that really well and and yeah. and, and most and most most of those changes i <clears throat> i suppose really enjoyed what the one thing that i uh, i particularly loved uh, from playing the games which is hard to put on screen. Do you know when? Do you know when you're going through those scenes where like you have no weapons left and yeah. you you can only use your like sense of hearing? Do you know when you're like this? Yeah. You know, where where you, where you, where you press you like R two, don't you? And you right. Can yeah. And everything goes. And you can kind everything. of you can kind of see through walls, but yeah. you have not really. And you have to make it from one side of the building with nothing yeah. other than your wits. Oh, the stress, the stress of that. Yeah. But I, I feel like they captured that perfectly. Um, you know, in 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 this sort of interaction with the with with the clickers early on, that's yeah. exactly how you felt playing the game. Um, yeah, you usually by yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, usually. That was master. No, that that was masterful. That was masterful. Yeah, it's it, it it's it, they just did it so so like yeah. They, there was the little nods for everyone that's played the game, the little Easter eggs. There was, if you've never played the game, like, because I, I love the game and I finished Last of Us 2 while the season was on, mm. I was that excited about it. I got my mum and dad on it, right? I got my mum and dad watching Last of Us. And they loved it, but my dad's never played the games. Yeah. So 
being able to talk to him about that and see what he thought, I have now lent him the games though and told him he needs to he needs to play these. Like <laughs> he needs to. But for me as well, like I love the way there was the actual characters from the game in the series as well. They mm-hmm. were even involved. Yeah, brought to life. Yeah. So you have um the clickers, there is two people that voice them and um it's a man and a woman and there's two people that do the clicker noises yeah they are actually the first two clickers that you hit in the museum before they go over the bridge mm. they the two voice actors are the two actors that play them the actress that plays ellie is in the last episode troy baker plays someone else the guy who voices bill is involved in it so like yeah. in that sense as well, they've they, for me they've kept it as much as they're not playing the same characters as they did in the game. Mm-hmm. Them being involved as well, I just like I loved, I just loved it. It's even like the woman who plays uh, Marlene, and you meet her in episode one. You meet her at the beginning of the game. You meet her at the end of the series and at the end of the game. That's the same woman that played her in the game. That's exactly the same woman. Yeah, 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 same. I, and for me, I, 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 I was like, that. yes, that like, um, yeah, like for me, them doing that was a massive, a massive win. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah, agreed. yeah. Um, I, I mean, because yeah, because I I noticed that they used um, because you know, on I think it's the episode uh, which one is it? Eight, you know, the one with the extra with this sort of extremist priest. There's always there's yeah. always an, an extreme, extreme priest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 but I know Troy that. Baker plays James, who's the man that turns up with him when they find her with the deer. Yeah, and yeah. I saw that, but like for me, it was like that final episode where you see Ellie's mum and we heard her talk, and I was like, yo, that's actually that's that's Ellie, that's not Ellie as everyone else knows her, that's Ellie as I know her out of the games. Like, I think it's Ashley Johnson, I think she's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, well since, since you've already mentioned that, then maybe we should talk a little bit about the, you know, the, I suppose the actual episodes. Was there? Yeah. I don't know where where to start. Obviously, there's nine episodes in this in this series. Um, I, I want to start I start by saying that the one thing that I suppose irked me slightly is that it wasn't sort of like consistent. So, like one week, I felt as if the episode was one of the best I've ever seen in my life, and then like another week, it was a bit kind of. Mm. For me, it wasn't a consistent ten out of ten. Some were spectacular, and some and some were, I don't know, um, yeah, just 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 not just averagely good. And in comparison no, I, to the to the others, it kind of was a bit jarring for me. Yeah, just... I, I completely get what you mean. I think there is a couple of episodes that more feel like filler episodes than what they were mm, actually mm. Um, normal episodes. But then ones that I kind of felt were. Um, kind of like filler episodes are the ones where they've they've gone off and given characters more of a backstory. I don't know whether that's maybe because I have played the games and I'm a bit like, oh, this wasn't in the game um, <laughs> that I didn't yeah. really enjoy. Do you know what? I loved them all and I thought every episode was good, but and I think yeah, they're all good, but there is episodes that are just absolutely outstanding. So. If it was yeah. in a normal series, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that was probably a great episode. But because of how they did the series, it was just like, oh, yeah, that's that's not as good as the clickers last week. Yeah, I, I don't feel that we like, you know, if, if we if, if we were obviously, you know, 
uh, accomplished directors, Andrew. I I definitely would have made some changes. I I probably would have doubled the length of the um you know uh, when we are in need episode just 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 because oh man Ellie was spectacular um you, you know obviously yeah. with the whole with the whole like cannibal kind of um yeah yeah um, yeah, you know, yeah uh, storyline and you know and and just yeah. like, like Joel's kind of like ferocious performance like you re- like you really see what happens yeah. when you put his family in danger that yeah. like that's Joel like that that like there is there is part of him there, yeah. there, there was a ferocity and a rage to him you know like that was really kind of it, yeah, it, it was beautifully shown since the first episode no no and, and that's a large part of his character it's yeah. you know, I play in the game you know um yeah that that I feel should have been easily two episodes because that's just phenomenal and we could have lost episode seven the one where they go to the mall for like four days I feel like that although it was kind of interesting I didn't need that it was interesting I quite enjoyed it it was nice to see how she uh she got bit, which I don't think we've actually mentioned yet. So um, the whole reason Joel is looking after Ellie is because she has been bit, but never turned infected and never turned into a clicker or a bloater or one of these bad guys. She's just got oh, a bite on her hand. We definitely should have mentioned that earlier. We definitely should have mentioned that <laughs> earlier. But hey, so you now all know. Um, yeah, she's she's been bit. And it was nice to see that backstory. It was nice to... Yeah, it was good to see that. It was nice to see her actually being like a child as well because yes. you, she's not really a child in this she's she she's had to grow up quite quick and mm. um, had to have her wits about her but yeah there is it definitely could have maybe that could have been maybe half of that episode because obviously I think uh yeah that's that's the point where Joel is uh obviously well pretty much dying yeah 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 which, um, which, sorry, you go. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I think the last of the, the last episode could have been a bit longer as well. I was a little bit disappointed. The first yes. one was like, yes. like a film, and the last episode was about an hour, but they also got everything in. Um, it was, 40, it was so, 43 minutes, the last episode. Yeah, and the Isn't first it? episode was like an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, it's, it kind of, it's, 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 it's kind of an issue of, 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 of sort of like pace and timing that I suppose could have been um, done a little better. Yeah, so every episode was a different length, wasn't it? And I think they yeah. could have maybe left things on. There were slight cliffhangers anyway, but I think they could have maybe like made them all say like an hour long. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. you could have had proper cliffhangers. I I'd like to ask your view as well. Um, episode three was probably the most controversial. Um, yeah. Ep- episode, obviously. Yeah. Um, it 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 did get a fair amount of um. Vitriol yeah. online, which which was always going to happen. Yeah, so What's I'd like happen? to, I, yeah, I'd like to take your take on a uh, long, long time with Bill. I love it. I love the fact they get Bill a backstory. So in the game, you meet Bill. It's hinted um, that he was with Frank, that he's gay, but it's never really confirmed. I loved it. That character needed more. Bill needed more of a backstory in the game. And you never really got that. You only meet him for about half an hour. You get some supplies, you get his car, you go off. However, I really liked that episode. Um, for me, it is um, because of how Bill comes across. I think Nick Nick Offerman was the perfect casting for that guy. Yeah. In actual fact, there was at one point when he said something and I was like, oh my God, it's Ron Swanson. Um, he, he played it so well. Um, maybe didn't have to be as long 
it is maybe one of them filler episodes. It definitely is. However, to give the history, like in the game, you don't know how Joel comes to know Bill and know yep. about Bill and where to find him. So to have that backstory. But also, I, I thought they did it. I did it quite well. They did it. They did it so well because they showed that somebody could actually survive this without actually having to leave the home and join a gang and do anything. He literally stayed in his own home. He made himself food. He grew vegetables. He, you know, he survived for 20 years in that house without ever leaving, without ever getting hit by the infection. I I feel like he kind of like vindicated like preppers everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So yeah, I I really liked the episode. I uh, I genuinely cried at the end when um, he helps Frank commit suicide because he brought him the first meal that they had, and I just knew what was going to happen. However, it also then all tied in with the first episode because at the end of the first episode, you hear Depeche Mode playing, and there's like this little list like seventies music means this, eighties music means that, sixties music means that, and then that's when the big penny dropped that hold on he he had this loop of music that kept playing and um if he didn't get a chance to go and reset it it would play an 80s track and at the end of the first episode like i say depeche mode plays Mm. and for me i was like hold on they literally missed out that bill was in trouble and something was going on because they left the door three seconds earlier and then the best mode played and it, it just clicked. I was like, that was the moment they went to bed and they died together. Um, yeah, I think it's quite a, a poignant episode as well, because obviously it's two men that are in a gay relationship in the time that it was in that part of America, that would have been massively, massively contoned. They have their own wedding ceremony. And I think if you look at the year that it was, gay marriage wouldn't have been legal in that part of America at the time. So I think it did have some big, it had some big statements to make. But for me, I loved it. I I, I thought it was such, I loved that episode. I mean, I, I agree in a sense that it was, it's it's almost like I have to kind of like separate these out, right? Because for me, it yeah. was it, it it was basically a standalone episode that um could have could have occurred completely separate to the series of Last of Us. So yeah. so it was you know in the one sense it was a, it was a beautiful it was a open a really brave portrayal of an openly gay relationship on screen. Yeah. You know, and you know, and not just you, and not just kind of like holding hands, right? You, you, you saw kind of, you know, actually, yeah. it, it was quite intimate, right? You saw the start of how it all started, yeah. It was, yeah, you, yeah, you do not see that, so, um, no. yeah, and um, yeah, it was, it, it, it was amazing in that sense, um, and and important to see, and genuinely, like, in terms of like education. It's you know kind of you know breaking down boundaries and in in general making things a more egalitarian world. Great, absolutely. However, whether that helped me at all in terms of the plot of The Last of Us is is a a separate thing. I could have lost all that and just got oh yeah I had I had a friend called Bill. We're going to go to his house and just see if he's got got any supplies. Yeah. If I'm being honest, if I'm being honest. So yeah, so. It kind of like it, I feel like I would have maybe done it as like a I don't know like um like an offshoot episode or something like after the after the main series or something I perhaps wouldn't wouldn't have put it there just because it, it's it's a choice of that's an entire episode that that you could have used for um I don't know more kind of Ellie and Joel zombie related it, things it is but it also it, it explains about um Joel and Tess as well which 
I think was that. That's that true. Yeah, that, 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 little, um, that little meal they had, but that was literally 30 yeah, seconds. the little meal and how they got to know. It. Yeah, that that meal <laughs> could have been longer. Um, you know, you have two two blokes that are quite like manly and they have a bit of a standoff against each other, but you <laughs> yeah. see, you you kind of see how they come to the agreement of being long distance friends between mm-hmm. the two of them and how they're going to look out for each other and make sure they're okay and I think it was more a case of Tess and Joel making sure they're okay because it was just two men living out in a village together don't get me wrong Bill covered all his bases uh, they do show a scene where clickers and there is a gang that try and come and take him and try and raid him and he has literally covered all his bases he is fenced in no no one's getting in that place ever yeah. Flame, flamethrowers, um, mines. Flamethrowers, the yeah. lot. Um, Pits of so, death. Yeah, no one's getting in. But I also get it. Like, I, he was a guy that didn't want to leave his home in a time that he was being told he had no choice but to. Mm-hmm. I I loved, yeah, I loved the episode. I think um, it's it's up there with one of my favourites. It's not my favourite one. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. I, I, I suppose my opinion is complicated on it but um yeah i can see yeah. I, can, I can see why why you like you like it so much and in general um yeah very much enjoyed the series um yeah. i'd i'd also maybe if we could change um gear a little bit obviously as you know i'm a a well sociologist by trade that's that's, that's kind of yes. what i do so like whenever i kind of you know watch anything or like consume any media i'm, I'm always kind of applying that lens anyway sometimes i wish i could i, I didn't and i could turn it off yeah um uh, but in case like this, I think it'd be quite interesting to have a bit of a, a bit of a, um, a sociological analysis of Last of Us and the kind of yeah. the, the, the the genre of, of zombies in general. Yeah. So the first one, just to get us going, um, I'll, I'll ask you first. Why do you think people like this this sort of Last of Us zombie apocalyptic genre? What what do you think is um, going on there? Why do you, why do why do people like it? Why do you like it? Why do I like it? Mm. Uh don't know because it's well i would say it's away from the normal i quite like being able to you know go on a game and i'm like right okay i'm i'm playing post-apocalyptic i'm going around i'm shooting and killing things i'm Mm -hmm. um maybe releasing a bit of stress from the day or i've got you know the weekend off and i'm like wait okay let's let's go and kill some things but it's not something obviously i could go out and do in normal life so it's like that thing where i can be it's like a bit of a stress relief um mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. why i choose a zombie game I, I don't know i've never thought about that it's just something well, that's always appealed to me um i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah d- don't don't worry about it it's a it's it's a very human thing but um in uh so in so, so sociology we we sometimes talk about like a like a a, a social contract kind of theory mm-hmm. that goes on right so like if you're born into a, a particular society, there isn't there, there, there isn't like a, like a set day for this, or you know, like a course, or, or or like a form that you sign. But just by being part of a society, you agree to, I suppose, a certain set of of, of rules. Yeah. You essentially agree to a contract with the government or whatever else. And most and most of these things, these things are implicit. So the 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 agreement is basically, I will. I will um, choose to follow your your rules and um, and you know and, and whatever laws that you that you state. In exchange, you will provide me with protection and a means of feeding feeding myself, having a family. Mm-hmm. You know, the the pursuit of happiness or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now, what's interesting 
is obviously in this kind of genre and, and i think what's what's kind of in, what's quite interesting to explore is the is these things break down so like part of the reason why it's so horrific i suppose in one way is because that agreement no longer functions right yeah so these so so these agreements don't hold anymore like there's mm. no there's no overall institution so there's no yeah. incentive for you to not go and murder your neighbor with an axe because yeah. there's no consequences no there's there's, there's not in these games no yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah or all these films wow. so that, that's kind yeah. of what you're getting at and that's kind of you know what mirrors the what what we talk about it's like transgressive like it yeah um yeah all the all all the all all these all these rules these um um social norms as well are kind of uh disrupted so yeah yeah, yeah I, I guess it is everything like i can't do in society i can do in the games like i say for me it's a stress relief to go around shooting and hacking at people would yeah. i go out and do that in manchester in real life hell no like no i wouldn't no but, no but it but it, do, it does suggest that these rules um I, I, you know that well one that we fantasize about not having to follow these rules uh yeah but on on some level that we are annoyed to have to, to have to follow all these uh yeah. social norms of one form or another so yeah it's definitely portrayed as a a potential positive side isn't it to uh, yeah any apocalyptic yeah. any apocalyptic space um and another thing that that we tend to see as well and um we can link it back to the series so you generally find right that if you have a a a society that is i suppose quite uh, progressive and stable like you know like ours right um, yeah. then that tolerates quite a wide scope of opinion so, so mm-hmm. you know you can be i don't know a socialist and uh, i can be i don't know what's the natural enemy of a socialist a fascist right yeah that's okay that's fine we can we can have those those opinions because our society yeah. allows for those type of have opinions it's secure enough however yeah what you find in anything remotely like, ap- like apocalyptic is that reverses so do, do, so do you yeah. know in that uh, first episode where I think it's the first one where yeah where where you first get introduced to the the uh, federal compound you know where uh, Joel yes. and sitting and yes. they're um they're hanging people for you know for leaving the the enclosure or whatever you whatever, whatever yeah that's a that's that that's that's a really good example because yeah your survival is at risk all the like, all the time so you so you can't afford dissent yeah in that situation because obviously if you if you bring the, the if you if you if you get affected there's a a few day in, you know incubation period potentially yeah. you could infect the entire colony so it, yeah it's a, you um you know i think they show it in one episode don't they where someone gets infected and they they just get shot straight away um, mm, yeah you know or even with these things you don't have an opinion there's always one leader and I've never understood how this person becomes a leader, but that's me just going into the depth of like, how how does this happen? Is someone voted it? Do they make themselves it? I mean, in episode eight, David is self-appointed, isn't he? Leader of said colony um, okay. or group. Yes. But however, you've always got someone with very, very extreme opinions or views on the situation in charge. Mm-hmm. And you know, even when you play in a game, you know that they're not happy. Joel's not necessarily happy or in agreement with it, but then everyone there takes it to survive. You've got no choice. If you want to live, you've got to live by that person's wacky rules. 
Yes, yes. Be it you have to do 10 shots of vodka at 10 in the morning or you've got to shoot someone in the head if they've got bitten. Morally, that's wrong. They know it's wrong. Yes, yes. They've however, got no choice. Well, because... Because uh, there's thought, always a crazy person in charge. Well, yeah, but we're also approaching that for that from point of view of having having the um well the privilege to have uh, to have morals. Yes. Yeah. Like, we could like me and you can have different morals opinions on something, and that, and that's okay. Like, yeah, that's fine. Like if if you if you're in a survival situation, it immediately becomes almost binary. Like you know, that, oh, yeah, is, that is objectively I'm wrong. I'm doing what I can to yeah. so get past that. It's you know. Yeah, there is there is no like, amb- like yeah. amb- ambiguity whatsoever. And no, there's not. It's it's that fight or flight, isn't it? And you you go into that and you just do what you have to do to to survive. And you find that I mean, in in some of the other spaces that I research as well, you know, things you know, things you know, things like prisons. It, it's 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 got a lot less like ambiguity mm-hmm. there. Like there are very fixed rules, and if you fall yeah. outside that, you are punished like severely, oh, you're punished massively, aren't you? <clears throat> yeah, because there's there's just not that room. It's just no. yeah, yeah, not the room, but but yeah, but no. you are right as well in terms of um, whenever you know, whenever a a society or or you know, or, or a country or whatever is is destabilized, like in the ways that we see in these movies, um, one someone always fills that vacuum. Yeah, it's just kind of kind of the natural kind of like ecology of how it works. Someone always fills yeah. it, and it is usually someone of a psychopathic. Yeah, it's killed. usually the most batshit crazy person out there. Like. Yeah, but they're the ones that would go for it, wouldn't they? Because because they're the ones that yeah. that that would seek power and control yeah, and that's, yeah. ways to manipulate other people. Whereas yeah. reasonable individuals probably, well, I'd rather not rule this no. mercenary group if possible. If I don't just... want to be blamed for anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's often the way that people who should should lead don't. Yes. Um, like unfortunately. So yeah. So there's that, um, which is quite interesting to explore. And yeah. Another question I want to ask you as well, which is is is, is another um, uh, well, big big thing within sociology, is that it is is it's kind of around identity, I suppose. So what I'd like to ask you is, people view zombies like you know like the clickers and things like that. They're viewed as like this disgusting, scary thing, right? Yes. Yeah. About my question is, why do you think vampires are not viewed in the same way? <laughs> Because vampires are also undead. Because you know they're, they're they're literally like portrayed as well, quite sexy if if we're being honest, right? And yeah. being being turned in the in the terminology of the of the of the vampire is often portrayed as a positive thing. So why do you think there's such a difference there? I have no idea. Yeah, I can't say this is ever something I've thought about. <laughs> why we're here? That's why we're here. Um, honestly, I don't know. Because literally, it, it's the same thing, you know, you've just said, like, obviously, it's turned as clicker, turned as a vampire. I mean, most vampires that y- you watch aren't really doing good, are they? Um, oh, no, absolutely not. No. They're just creating more and taking over the world. So I don't know. Maybe it is some, um, I don't know, is it just some craze we have as humans and... Is it because of the way that they appear? Is it because they appear more, you know, as in a human form, more as like one of us among society? The difference is, is that they just sleep all day and they're up all night and there is genuinely people that do that in their life anyway. Mm -hmm. So is it because they appear more like that? Is it the actual appearance when you look at it compared to when you look at, say, like a clicker or a zombie? 
Uh, well, I mean, ordinarily, there's not much of a difference physically, although the, there is an exception here with some of the last of us because arguably there is a bit of an evolution of, of zombie there it's it's, it's a slight it's, it's yeah their zombies are kind of a variant of the motif of normal zombies which is a separate yeah. point which you can go into but no you, you're kind of getting on to yeah kind of, kind of the issue there it, it, it really like comes down to self and, and identity and personhood right so the the, yeah. the the main difference is a a zombie loses their sense of self right so like it literally destroys their brain so they're a they're yeah. a husk or a shell a vampire, however, retains their sense of self, so they get all the advantages and none of the of the of, of the of the disadvantages. Zombies are scary because it takes who you are. Yeah. Um, which is the, I suppose the the interesting thing um, about about zombies. There's, we well, we would say like there's like a loss of of, of autonomy, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of similar as well. There, there is. I was thinking about it before because it's kind of it's quite similar to slavery in many ways. Like there is an enforcement mm. there, right? Yeah. Um, you you lose your individual identity and you and you just become a faceless, um, you know, zombie in a in a in a much wider horde. You have no yeah. choice to anything else. It is it is quite a powerful analogy to slavery. I thought really, yeah, um, which part of the reason why I think we find it so ugh, like scary yeah. and disgusting. Which I think yeah, I think it was that was the was the reaction you were having there. You just obviously hadn't hadn't reflected on it yet. But no, I'd not. Um, you kind of sprung that one at me. I didn't yeah. know that question was coming. Um, but no, maybe I think I think as well. Like take it out of the context of Last yeah. of Us. It's the way um you that they're portrayed to us in general in games in um in films in TV mm. shows. So you know you watch I don't know. The Walking Dead is probably one of the biggest zombie things out there. You watch that, they're constantly chasing after you. In that, non, mm. none of them are saving them. But then if you watch, I don't know, like Dracula, it's the way they come across, like you, and maybe that's what's done it as, as you know, subconsciously as humans when we watch something. You you get that, um, you know, you get that conversation with vampires. You get that. They're like normal people. They've just got long pointy teeth and suck your blood out. But hey, if they do that to you, you'll be exactly the same and you can still live with them. Whereas like in every zombie apocalypse sort of thing that you watch, mm-hmm. it's you die by them and you join them. There's no talking. There's no, they're literally, like you said, just like a husk of something. They're just, yeah. that's it. And maybe, maybe that's why, maybe that's why we, we as people think it's, you know, don't have as much of an issue with vampire things as what we do with zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. things. No, no. Because no, no, you, you can more relate to like what the vampire is than what you can. Any. I I I was thinking before as well, and yeah, apologies for uh, springing that uh, question. It's I, fine. <laughs> I I wanted a like like a like a genuine yeah, like a reaction no, from fine. a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you are both a the games and yeah, and and the films as well. Um, another thing that you that you that you, that you always see, um, in 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 these these kind of uh, zombie uh, cinema and all that, is there's 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 always. I think, well, one there's there's always like in it, like severe inequality. There's always some people yeah. who are who um who you know who have done really well out of you know yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the, the fall of society, and then there's the, then there's the the have nots. So there, there's an obvious comparison there between yeah, our own society always, and how it's like, you know, unequal it is. 
you see it with Fedra, like in that first yeah. episode when they go to yeah, Fedra, right. you know, like Joel is asking for a different job from burning bodies mm-hmm. of people that have been bit to, I think he ends up going down to the sewage instead because it pays a bit more. Yeah. You've got like, you know, Tess is doing the same, but then you've got the security that's around him that's that are Fedra security that have done quite well for themselves and they can get food, they can get whatever they want. You've got Marlene, who's free to do whatever she wants and brings Ellie in and is like questioning her and got a whole team of people. Mm-hmm. And, it, 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 you know, there's a whole unspoken pecking order in every single one of these. And, yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? Like, well, I, I mean, a lot of these things are unconscious, but this is part of the reason why mm. why they resonate with us, because mm. we we see them. Or we saw we experienced them in our own lives. So I was gonna say you can probably resonate to how whereabouts you probably fall in that pecking order in your own life. Obviously, it's completely a little bit different because that's you know living mm-hmm. in a major thing, but within our society there's a pecking order and apparently the higher up the more untouchable you are. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm. It, it, it yeah, it definitely I mean it ties into um I suppose like collective anxieties that we have. Um and <laughs> You, you could kind of see zombies as well in a way it's like a, it's like a comparison to kind of like mindless consumerism as well mm-hmm. which is one, right how like we essentially are just are just slaves to our purchases you know just kind yeah. of like having to kind of constantly buy the new iphone or you know i can't even 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 things like social media where we're where we're the actual resource we're the product right like yeah. we're the we're the unthinking thing and they're just stealing our attention and so i, I think that's that's also yeah. playing a part there as well. Um, yeah, it is. Um, so all 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 these um, uh, these unconscious fears, I think, zombie films um, exploit as well. Yes. And and obviously that like fear of the other as well, whatever whatever. Yeah. Um, the other's got the other is. Um, you did also as well, which might which might be worth um, talking about a little bit because I thought that's quite interesting. You mentioned like like the different types of of zombies because the Last of Us zombies are. I think are very different to the standard motif of what of what a zombie is. Do you know what I think? Yeah. So a standard motif of a zombie to me is like I don't know, like watching Shaun of the Dead. It kind of it goes around yeah. quite slowly, <sighs> dragging its arm. You know, I'll eat your brains and then, eventually. Yeah, and then you know it kind of attacks you, but you've kind of got to go get a way of getting out. Whereas the ones in Last of Us, and this is possibly why I fell in love with it so so much as a game Mm. and then as a series they actually still have some sort of they know what they're doing they know that they're going to attack you within seconds they know you're there now it doesn't really touch on it in the series however in the game it says like obviously you've got fungus growing everywhere these guys are all connected by the fungus it's like a massive um it's just like a massive system and they're all yeah. somehow connected. So mycelial network or something, isn't it? Yes. Um, so they do that. Um, so even something as little as you walking around um, a building, because these buildings are entirely covered in bits of fungus without clickers there. If you step on that, that kind of alerts them and they know where that's happened and they know to come. And literally it shows it in... Um, so what do we, is it episode one or episode Tess. two? 
with Tess. No, yeah, it's, it's episode one, two, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So episode yeah. one's just setting it up with Fedra and they meet Ellie and Joel and Tess agree to take her to um, the other side of America. Mm-hmm. In the second episode, they start making this track across and they hit a museum. And as they're coming up to that in the distance, you can see hundreds of clickers feeding on something it doesn't show you what so they go through the museum and as they're going through you can hear two walking and moving about and literally the edge of someone's foot catches this tiny bit of fungus tiny bit of fungus that's like coming down the wall onto the floor mm-hmm. and they literally they're down there within seconds they know that it's a human they know that it's not another clicker it is insane at this point as well which maybe should have brought up earlier the clickers are actually blind. They can't see anything. Everything is based off sound. They are on another level of zombie. They are on another level. Like, they're quite intelligent. They know what to do. They, they're they literally just out to bite you because the, the, the whole thing is, you know, they're biting you to turn you into this, as, this clicker as well. Yeah. But they yeah. also evolve... There is many layers of clicker. Like you can get bloaters with rat kings. You can get king bloaters, stuff like that. It's uh, it's an insane uh, amount of yeah variation. Yeah, you kind of see the progression. It's not just oh, it gets bit. You become a clicker. There's a progression. You turn into different things depending how long you, this fungus has taken over you. Yeah, there's a real blurring of line between kind of human zombie and. And a third option, I suppose, because it you could interpret it as an almost a separate species co-evolving alongside yeah. humans. Yeah, well, it literally is because it's learned to live in the world that it's in. Um, yeah, but uh, what, what, what I mean is, like, the longer you're infected, the more mm. the more the fungus replaces your 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 natural biology, or whatever, right? So yeah, the, the, it there never a point kills that... you. You just turn into another sort of being, don't you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there um, is that. Well, I think that, it's that's quite interesting why it's so that scary. you're still. Yeah, but it's obviously still got some sort of brain, like you know, like we said before, with the zombie, it's kind of brain dead. Whereas mm-hmm. this has still got something about it. It's able to travel. It's able to walk around. It's it's got such heightened hearing, but it can pinpoint where, where, where that is. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think maybe that's why it appeals so much to people because it's kind of it's a different level of. I don't know, zombie, monster, whatever you want to call it. It's not your bog standard in the game or in the series. It's not your bog standard sort of mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic thing that's you're living amongst. It actually, it has a brain. It has, it has senses. It's still a living being. It's still feeding as well. Like yeah, it's it's, it's, it's trying enough. to survive okay. alongside you. Yeah, it's got yeah, them human yeah. instincts of survival, but it just looks completely different. Yeah, it, it it's human enough that you can yeah you can relate to it and, and like yeah anthropomorphize and put your human meanings yeah, on it. But it's also different enough that it's alien and other and you and you and you and you can't quite understand it. You know, like yeah yeah. yeah. I I also yeah I also like the idea of it because they they're clearly using I'm not sure if you could call it a language, but I mean like a pre language. It's not it's not got words, but they are communicating in some way. No, they're called clickers because they make like clicking noises and. Um, yeah, that's literally it. They literally make clicking noises, but they're like communicating amongst themselves. Um, 
it shows it quite well in the game when you'll one or maybe think it hears something and it it kind of like makes this clicking noise and a couple of them run running that that direction mm-hmm. and that's how they're talking to each other but you also have um you've got the runners as well haven't you which mm-hmm. are a bit more they so runners are people that are currently changing between their human form and their clicker form um, and they can scream and stuff as well which then allows them to know where you are as well this is what i mean there's so many levels to this, this yeah, thing. yeah yeah it's and, not just a clicker it's it no, evolves no. they, they act they actively cooperate on like shared shared objectives yeah yeah yeah. Mm. so as soon as they've been bit they must you know they've they're infected with the fungus and a runner a clicker a bloat or whatever will all have the same objective but yeah it's um but they show that quite well in the tv series as well um you know Maybe not so much the runners in the rest of the series, but in that first series where, in that first episode, sorry, where um, obviously it, it's coming into place. Um, Sarah goes around to the next door neighbor's house and the grandma's sat in the wheelchair mm-hmm. and she starts twitching when she starts turning and they actually show you how they start turning. Then they show you later that night where Joel's trying to leave with Sarah and his brother. They actually show you how they start turning and when they just want to bite you and they want to run around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then the next time you see them is when you see them with Tess and Joel and Ellie when they're starting their adventure across the country to get to this hospital uh, on behalf of Marlene. Then you see him as a clicker. And then a couple of episodes later, when they're, um, they're with Sam and Henry, you see all the clickers come out and, you know, they've they've got their objectives. Each clicker goes for a different person as well. There's like five, six people in that scene mm-hmm. that they could go for. No, there's not. There's more because you've got um, Kathleen there with all her gangs. So there's there's quite a few people there. Yeah, they can yeah. get into cars. They can flip over seats. Like these, these guys are insane. But then you see the next one come along with that. There's all these clickers and then you see the bloater. So I think they did that quite well in the series. It wasn't just like, oh, wow, here you go. Here's loads of different things. They built it up in the series and showed you. Yeah, you're not you're, you're not quite it. sure what what any of them are capable of. Um, no, which, this yeah, bloater is, comes out of the hole and you're just like, oh, wow. Like, what, mm-hmm. what do you do with that? Like... You, you see it all they portray it quite well on the faces of the characters in that episode um they they um yeah you see like um Kathleen and her right hand man turn around and you just see their faces drop because they're like wait we we've never faced this before we don't know how to survive this mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah it's you know, it's yeah it's it, it, yeah. it ties into that that, that fear of the others yeah so, i think so terrifyingly um yeah of 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 that we are we are in total agreement i mean in terms of the the fear and apprehension that it was able to cre- uh, to you know create with those um, yeah i think that was fantastic. episode was it episode four episode five where you meet sam and henry mm-hmm. um, um oh no it's episode four i think you cut the hinted at, at no you meet him end of episode four don't you and they're mm-hmm. they're held at gunpoint and then episode five, you go through the whole thing with them. I go on the whole travel with them and go under the tunnels and stuff like that. Um, I'm also aware as well that we have, I mean, as usual, spiral down down a fascinating time. We, we spiral, <laughs> spiral down, haven't we? But uh, yeah, yeah. But again, like there's just so much they touch on. They're, 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 like They've done so much and touched on so many points that resonate with people. You know, episode five... Yeah. Like I say, you meet Sam and Henry. You've got Henry that's looking after Sam, who's deaf and got leukemia 
and has survived this. He's always sure, you, you don't ever yeah. see portrayals like that ordinarily. Um, no. I, I think it's the first kind of like deaf character in a zombie based yeah. thing I've ever but seen. But instantly there's a click between the deaf character and Ellie and, you know, unfortunately that ends quite sadly. I knew how that was going to end as well and mm-hmm. uh, it's still tugged at the heartstrings a little bit. But um, th- even down to that, this goes back to the casting point as well. The The young lad is actually deaf in real life. He's he's not putting that on. That's entirely him. Uh-huh, yeah. But the whole cast as well learnt sign language, <laughs> and I was like, "This is insane!" Like, but also I think that's partly how they survived the way that they did because they couldn't really be heard. Like, it's not as though there was a young kid making noise around clickers. He was, you know, there was the whole signs between him and his brother. No. Like, Shh, stop. You, you might know. you might even argue as well that in. in... In a in a, a world of, of of that type, that people who were deaf would actually have an advantage, really, because they wouldn't be talking. They, they wouldn't. They, they, However, they have, they have, they have, have no idea room. when something's coming up behind them. Yeah, but clickers can't see anyway. So. Yeah, but you step on a bit of glass. That's it. It's that. Yeah. All right. Pros and cons. Yeah. Pros and cons. Yeah. I've yeah. gone down a wormhole on that one. <laughs> yeah, but even you know, they they show the. They show like real life issues that people might, you know, mo- most zombie things you you watch, it's a normal group of people that can hear and talk and get by. Whereas in this, you know, you have got people with different needs and things like that. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's far more kind of... Well, different or, or, ages as well. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an attention to detail. It's, it's an attempt yeah. to try to be inclusive Um which, which, yeah. which, which, to be honest, just adds another layer of of, of interest for me, anyway. And yeah. I, I, I never thought about those that level of, of like additional need, and maybe think about all sorts of other, yeah. you know, people, you know, how we how you'd manage a, you know, a, a like you yeah. know, a illness that wasn't life threatening necessarily, but you know, like like ME or something, you know, like getting like chronic fatigue or something. Yeah. Because we all, you know, obviously we all experience those sort of things, but mm-hmm. the identities that that you see portrayed on on screen are usually really simplistic. You're right. We don't. We don't. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. Because, yeah, you go, you go from that, don't you? And obviously, unfortunately, he gets bit, he turns into a clicker and they, 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 he dies. Um, and then Henry kills himself, which is a very poignant scene because um, he, he basically did everything for his brother. And in that split second, he knew he couldn't mm. carry on without his brother and uh, blew his own head out. He does that in the game, though. It's that, that scene is literally out of the game. They've picked yeah. it up. And put it on the telly. Yeah, um, I I feel like we might need to do more episodes on uh, Last of Us. I feel like there's yeah, far too much. Have to. Yeah, yeah, we've already we've to. already run over. <laughs> oh, shock horror! Yeah, all right then. But yeah, give me a give me a give me an Andrea rating then. I'm assuming it's going to be pretty high. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Okay. There is little niggles that I could pull with it. Yeah. However, ten out of ten. Yeah, they have okay. done right to put it in perspective and what loop it up quite nicely. We've had lots of games get turned into films and TV shows. They are usually awful. Yeah, they are awful. The last time I remember being something something coming from a game that I quite enjoyed was probably Lara Croft back when Andrew like twenty years ago. Um, Uncharted flopped. It doesn't normally work. Resident Evil on Netflix awful. Mm-hmm. However. This absolutely fantastic. 
You need Agreed. to watch yeah. this, Agreed. guys, if you have never watched it. Agreed. It is, it is the best uh, game to and film. And then go out uh, and play the ad- game. Adaptation. It, it, I think I think it's currently like one of the most downloaded games uh, on the store at the minute. Like people are. Uh, oh yeah, it's. I was looking <laughs> at the PlayStation Store the other night. Obviously, I played it, and it's back up to like seventy quid for one yeah. game for both the games. <laughs> I got it from eighteen for eighteen quid from CEX. I actually got the first one for free off my friend. So yeah. um, you know, it's it's worth it. But if you're willing to spend that sort of money on a game, it, it is worth it. Yeah, there you go. Go and go and buy the game and watch the series if you haven't already, guys. If if you if yeah. you've not watched either of those, I apologize for ruining your life. Um, but you should have turned it off. You got told it. Uh, yeah, we like we said one minute. Um, yeah, and as usual, thank you, Andrew, for joining me. It's been a really no a, a really really fun one. Um, I will give it an eight out of ten since um, there were some director choices there that I would would have would have done differently. Um, That's fair. But, yeah, no, I get but, that. but yeah, but aside from that, a a supreme series, and I, yeah. I, I very much enjoyed kind of uh, analyzing it today. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on and stay tuned, guys, for our next uh, review. And you've been listening to the End of the World podcast with Anton Roberts plus guests. If you'd like to leave a message, please do so after the bleep. Like, comment, subscribe, because knowledge is for everyone. Oh, no.